Okay, I press the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss Imani. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and welcome back to our podcast, Damage Control. I'm Imani. Hey, I'm Robin. How's it going? It's going. Yeah? Yeah. What's on your mind? Um, that's a great question. I don't really know. <laughs> I think uh, this today, this this topic that we're doing today, I'm just trying to figure out how I'll not sound too uh negative oh no (laughs) no it's gonna be good um i guess we'll start off with something light have you found any good music lately okay this guy made me a playlist first of all why did he name this playlist this i don't know but it's named roses and and he put snow allegra on the playlist oh there here she goes now (laughs) robin knows this Snow Allegra is like my 2019-2020 love. Like it is I her album, ugh, those feels again. Yeah. First of all, the title is everything that I feel. It's like I know that I have feelings, but I'm just annoyed that they're back. Yeah. So the album is awesome. Um But he put some of her songs he on there. He put he put some Snow Allegra on there, and this is before he knows my music taste. Oh boy. So good job, kid. If you don't know who Snow Allegra is, you should definitely check her out. She's got like Sade, Alicia Keys vibes. Mm. And she's, she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. I was supposed to go to her concert for my birthday and COVID had other plans. R.I.P. Yeah. That's 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 my that's my music highlight for the week. Do you have any specific songs that you'd be like, listen to her if you want to actually get her whole vibe? The whole album. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I think my favorite one on that album is, man, Find Someone Like You is really good. Um, but I think my favorite one is I Want You Around. Ooh, what a good song title. And essentially in the song, she's just like, I don't want to like kiss you or like any of that. I just want you around me, you know? Yes. And it's just for Sometimes, the quality time people. Yes. That's, that's all a we big need. Thing. That's all we need. I don't, we don't have to talk. We don't have to, we don't need all the extras. I just want to be around you. I want to yeah. share space. So I love that song. Yeah. I'm def- Check it out. I'm definitely one of those people where I, I'm a big quality time person. That's how yeah. I, that's how I I don't know. I guess show love and receive love. Yeah. And that's like the same the thing. Anyway, if we're just at a coffee shop and you sit and like, I don't know, read and I edit pictures, we don't have to talk for like four hours. As long as I know you're right there, mm-hmm. I'm chilling. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. So I can relate to her. Shout out Snow Allegra. I found her because of you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, she's good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. What about you? So mine, so my music taste, it, it has no capacity. I literally <laughs> am bouncing back almost every single day from Lana Del Rey. I was oh, I forgot you love her, guys. If you ever want to make me happy, just say her name <laughs> and just invite her into any conversation. She she's one of those people that. I will pay any amount of money to see. I I have the, a poster in my room of her, and it's signed by her. And you know how, like... You got it signed by her? Like, you met her and she signed it? No. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I... Oh, can you imagine? I was going to say, I haven't heard no, this story. No, I haven't met her. It's on the to-do list. I don't know. It, it somehow will happen, but... You know that that game you play in like I don't know middle school like if you had if your house was on fire and you had to grab three things or whatever <laughs> that would be my number one thing. <laughs> I'm I'm probably the biggest Lana Del Rey fan. I just what love her. What about Panda? Panda, my cat. Yes, he will be hard hard number two. <laughs> he would be on the top three. Yes, my my sweet sweet cat Panda. But yeah, she's my all time fave. But anyway, I like I said, I can go literally from all different taste but this week i've been on a grateful dead kick i don't know if you know grateful dead they're I like do not tell me more they're like 60s 70s band and i thought like from that title i thought they were kind of like a rock band and they're like really kind of hippie kind of sounding not quite rock 
but very maybe like mellow rock and it is just so chill and i listen to it all day at work because i i work in an administrative position at work for my nine to five and i just turn it on and just kind of you know rock out and just roll with it and my aunt i found out the the fandom are called deadheads and so I, I told my mom, I said, hey, mom, I've been like listening to them. She's like, oh, my gosh, you have to talk to your aunt. She was a deadhead. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, so apparently they were almost like I did all this research on them because I was just fascinated. Apparently they were almost like a cult. I don't know if that's offensive. I'm so sorry if you're a deadhead. But as soon as I started liking them, I came across this podcast called Dead and Gone. And it's this podcast about all of these deaths of Grateful Dead fans deadheads deadhead deaths and um the reason how i found it is because there's this other podcast that I, that I listen to called disgraceland and it's this guy he has i'm a big voice person like if you have a sweet voice i could listen to you for hours and he has one of those voices where it's like butter and this disgraceland podcast is all about musicians how they got away with murder illegal things and also like going into like their life stories of you know everybody like Amy Winehouse, her whole life story going back from beginning to end and all that types of stuff. So I found it through him and it's like so interesting because I'm getting into the music, but also learning about all these freaky deaths. I don't know. Ah. It's interesting. Definitely check out that podcast. That is something I would definitely research. Oh yeah. It's really interesting, but good music, really chill, really vibe. And I heard that every single time they played live, it was different. So like my aunt, she followed them on tour and every single time they played, they played different. So that's what made them super unique, apparently. And that's what gave them, like, a big mm. fandom. But, yeah, check them out. Grateful Dead. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Yeah. It's really interesting. Fun fact. Robin and I have very similar music tastes, but also very different. So yeah. So I've never heard of that group ever. Yeah. But we also have a lot of crossover. For sure. So I'm more R&B, soul not too much rock i have a couple but it's really not my thing a lot of beyonce yes love her beyonce is my lana del rey uh yeah queen b yep and how would you describe your music taste oh boy like i said it's honestly i could go anywhere and i mean the one the one i have a really hard time with that gives me kind of anxiety when i listen to it is hard metal or screamo i feel like that's Do you like it no okay I, I don't like it either i've tried sorry if um any of you are big screamo yeah or i'm so sorry hard metal fans nothing against no you. everybody I just no to each their own and the thing is i've tried i've never just like, i have never tried i don't <laughs> want to try i heard it a couple times in a I tried like because my sister she's not into like the screamo but she's in, she's into the harder rock when she works out and I was like okay maybe I could do that let me try like lifting weights or something and doing it but I can't I need booty poppin music when I lift weights <laughs> <laughs> I I have I have a twerking playlist on my Spotify yeah. shout out go follow me on Spotify at Robin Moyer um, <laughs> but I I need something like that to get me like down I don't know it's weird but I just I can't I can't get into that but I'm into you know pretty much everything else. I'm not a super big fan of country, but I love line dancing, so it's kind of contradictory. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really in anything. If you guys have any music, please send them our way. I'm always down to find out new people because there's so many artists and so much talent out there. Let's give them a listen. Let's support them. Send us playlists. Oh, yes. Maybe we should link a playlist or something. Yeah. We should make something. We should. And I'm so sorry. It probably won't be emotional music. I, I as I me saying Lana Del Rey music, though, though, like Lana Del Rey is probably the most depressing person. Maybe that makes sense because I'm not an emotional person verbally, but, you, but I listen to yes. it. Yes, and also I feel like non-emotional people crave like emotional outlets because okay, yeah. I feel like non-emotional is not the right word. Like we have emotions and we feel emotions. We are just not emotionally expressive. Good. Yes. I mean, unless it's like happy and good times, we're probably going to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Emotionally expressive. That's Not good. non-emotional. Yeah, that's a, good, that, that's a way better. Non-emotional way is like psychopath. Yeah. So we do feel. It's just that. We don't like talking about how we feel. Exactly. 
as we get into our mess or not our message no as we get into our subject it's thanksgiving week and we're trying to figure out (laughs) how to be thankful for all the damage that we've been through and like seeing the joy in it how to find joy in the suffering and i mean suffering is kind of an intense word but i guess joy in the damage would be a better way to put it i think one one thing that i've done in the past And let's just preface this, both Imani and I are very much works in progress. We are Mm -hmm. in no way, shape, or form experts on how to find joy in hardship because we're both still trying to do that. Um, I mean, for instance, you, Imani, poor Imani, you graduated college this year during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And you not being able to get the full last semester of your senior year that's damaging that sucks how did you find joy or have you found joy in that well i mean like we said both of us are pretty non-expressive emotionally and i think that when i realized we weren't coming back to school that was like I was just hanging on. Like, I remember our last, um, like, in-person meeting. And I had this class with um, somebody who we were in crew with. And our teacher was like, "Um, there's a good chance that we're probably going to go online at least until spring break. And we'll probably come back after spring break. So I'm thinking, you just extended my spring break. I'm not really that upset about that, you know? Party. And when I got the email that we weren't, we got the email that night that we weren't going to come back. And I was like, my senior year just ended. Mm-hmm. And it was over email that I found out. Like, I'm, and I'm by myself in my car. And I, it just was horrible. Like, I, there was so much that I was looking forward to. Um, if you are at Pomona Valley Crew, you know that spring is like when all everything has been building up toward the spring. Mm -hmm. And we have a spring break retreat that is like our favorite retreat. There's so much that's happening and it's like your last hoorah for a lot of things. Yeah, And we just didn't get that. It was just ripped from our hands, you know? So that was hard. I was depressed for sure. Yeah. I didn't want to do school. I had, I went back home and I was like, what the, what's the point? Like I, I'm not in class. And it was just really hard. A lot of my teachers didn't give grace for like, you're teaching seniors and your seniors year just ended. There was no grace for like, they're probably emotional. They're probably like going through some, like there was none of that. It was like, your assignment is still due at 1159. Make sure you have it done. So I was just really overwhelmed. Um, And I think there was so many people who handled it differently. Like there was people who were like, I'm cool about it. And then there was people who were like falling apart and I was somewhere in the middle. Mm. And so neither side was really helpful for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was tough. And I think what, what made me feel better, which this was so corny and I was, okay. So when graduation rolled around, graduation was May 15th and I was like dreading it because Cal Poly did a terrible job of of planning for the seniors. Like we still haven't had like any graduation. You haven't? No, we didn't have a we didn't have a virtual graduation. What? I don't know what's in the works for like future graduation or anything. So I was just really sad about that because I was watching other people have like virtual graduations. Though I did not want a virtual graduation. It would have been nice to have like something something so i didn't buy my cap and gown i didn't really go through any of the like i had a great plan for decorating my cap it was just a lot of things that just came to an end but my family so i was thinking the day of graduation i stayed in sweatpants and a thermal because i was like depressed and i was like i don't want to be bothered with anything i'm turning in my last assignment and there's going to be no celebration blah 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 And my cousins walk in with like all these balloons and my aunts had bought cars. My grandparents had bought a card and I kid you not, I almost cried opening the cards because I just felt 
so under celebrated like that this is what i i loved school i was unpopular in that opinion but i really did like school i enjoyed school my whole life and i always wanted to graduate college like i always that was always like my goal yeah and to get there and it be like stripped down to what it was i was just like not ex- i was like i don't want anything then if i can't have it the way i wanted it then oh. i don't want anything and i was expecting everybody to just kind of follow suit and up until five o'clock like 5 p.m it was like nobody was really bothering me or giving me like anything and so i was like great i'm just gonna skate by today and i didn't and so i was really grateful for my family because i i think i don't think i knew i needed that in the moment um yeah and it was just nice to feel like okay i accomplished something you know I also found out my cousin was going to have a baby that day. So it got rid of everything. Like, I was so happy about that, that it was like, okay, that's what's kind of started kickstarting. Okay, I can come out of this kind of funk I've been in for two months. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it sucked, but we made it. Yeah. And I'm grateful. I, I think when I looked past just the one semester I lost, I had seven semesters worth of stuff that I was like, I made amazing friends. I had amazing mentors. I spent my time around people who really built me as an adult. Um, So I think once I got past the uh, pouting stage of I'm not getting my graduation that I think I deserve. Yeah. And I realized there are much worse things happening in the world right now. Yeah. That kind of pulled me out of being upset about it. Yeah. So I guess that was you found the joy in the damage a little bit after. I feel like that's a little bit easier than finding the joy in like mm-hmm. the pit and soul of the damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's how I kind of was it, around that time. I mean, I was already graduated, so I didn't really have that issue, but... I mean, when COVID happened, um, yeah, like April, like we said last episode, we'll do a whole April episode, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, There was a lot of just shit going on in that month. And it was really tough to find happiness and to find, you know, a reason to wake up in the morning for me. And I don't really get that way, but... Um, I did this thing called Heart 75. And if you don't know what that is, it's um, you do two exercises, two exercises a day, 45 minutes minimum each. Um, drink a gallon of water. Read 10 pages of an entrepreneurial book. Um, you have to be on some kind of diet or food restriction. And then you have to take a picture a day. I think there's one more thing. No, I think that was everything. Um and that is what we got got me out of my funk is I was like, okay, let's not be sad and upset that you can't do anything with your friends. Let's find something to better yourself and let's find joy in that. And I mean, I've always enjoyed to an extent like working out and like taking care of myself. But in that fact, it was like, okay, how can I be the best me in this trauma, in this not suffering because I, I didn't really suffer through COVID. It was just more of this sucky time. So I found the joy in bettering myself during that time, if that makes sense. So I guess that's an example of like kind of finding it within. I mean, COVID's not over. We mm-hmm. are, how is this six? No, no, this is like what, eight months? This is month, it's November. Well, okay, from like middle of March. Quarantine. It's like eight months. Yeah, so we're still in yeah, it. So it's March. We're, I don't know if we're like in the heart of it. I don't know if we're near the end. Nobody knows. But but I think, I mean, also too, like we've gotten creative. We've gotten, you know, I've, I've never been a fan of parks. I just, parks or whatever. I love parks because <laughs> I can't go anywhere else. I love parks. I was just at a park this morning. Like they're great. I think parks are so underrated. I just never 
thought like I went and rode my bike in a park I went and just read in a park I went and worked out in a park Did parks are so parks fun as a kid um we had one down the street from us we went to occasionally but we had our like go-to so me and my sister we were uh pro rollerbladers when we were seven and eight years old we think we were pros we were pretty good not gonna lie there's a lot of people now who think they're pro rollerbladers yeah but we were the ogs <laughs> like we were we were there so but we had i grew up right next to an elementary school so we used to always just go take our rollerblades over to the elementary school and just roll around in the parking lot that was our form of fun and we would uh, dance along to the Cheetah Girls. Oh my gosh! Oh, love them. Lo- I I am a Cheetah Girl. <laughs> I they were my first concert, ten really? years old. Yes, and I it was best day of my life. I saw the Cheetah Girls, and then I saw Lana Del Rey. But I like later, in, and that was the second best day of my life. <laughs> but no, I saw the Cheetah Girls were a really big part of my life in like my childhood but anyway um yeah so that's how but yeah parks so finding joy through parks have been a big one for me nice yeah who would have thought i mean i really like parks i used to go and sit in the park for like three or four hours yeah like i love it oh okay i take that back okay i don't i'm not a big fan of nature so (laughs) are you really not like you don't want here's the thing like i'm terrified of bugs oh terrified and when i say terrified i'm not talking about like oh i don't like spiders i don't like killing them no especially flying bugs if i see something flying i'm taking off you know those big black beetles oh don't even get me started i have despised those things i have hurt people pushing them out of the way and it's just horrible i have horror stories about insects i've gotten one of those caught in my hair before i would i would luckily that can't happen now yeah you're yeah (laughs) no me it literally got caught in my hair and i screamed i like i would cry i I think i would cry it was a pretty it was dramatic i wasn't a fan but so like you won't like go like hiking or something i have gone hiking and i don't mind hiking but I would prefer to go hiking in like cold weather. Indoors. Where, no, no, no. <laughs> like cold weather, you know, like winter time or like okay. fall when there's not as many bugs. Spring and summer. Mm-mm. Don't ask me. Hard pass. I'm, I'll go to the beach in the summer, but I'm not going to go anywhere in the woods or like anywhere where I'm really? going to see. I Okay. I shouldn't say I'm not going to, but I, I don't like to. There's so many other options during those times of the year. Yeah. Like I... <sighs> It's just, I, I I can't do it. Well, good to know. And I can't help it. Like, I try to, like, mentally be like, it's just a bug. It's just a bug. Did something happen but, that, like, scarred you? You know, I, I thought it did, but my parents say nothing happened. I've just always been like that. Like, I had <laughs> the most traumatic thing, and this is a complete side note. The most traumatic thing that happened to me with bugs was when I went on summer mission in Santa Monica and we had a roach infested room oh no and i really think that that was just spiritual warfare (laughs) like okay if you guys don't know if you're not in the religious scene that's fine robin and i are so you'll hear us say some words like that probably every now and then and that's okay you can just skip over it if you want. Yeah. But I really think I was being attacked because <laughs> nobody nobody else's room had roaches in it. Just yours? Just our room. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody else might get one or two. We had... We killed seven the first night. Oh, I would have just moved. And Sorry. they were, like, little ones. But, you know, when there's baby roaches around, that means that there there's are big ones somewhere. So I have, like, the heebie-jeebies. And this is the first week that we're there. This is an eight week long mission. (laughs) And I just feel like things are crawling on me all the time. Everybody's laughing at me because like it is a little ridiculous. I will admit. But when somebody's (laughs) afraid of something, it's not funny to them. Like it was not funny to me. So people are like laughing about this. Right. And I'm like freaking out. I'm freaking out. And I just keep telling myself like nothing's crawling on you. You're just... 
you're overthinking it you're overthinking it so i wake up in the middle of the night oh no and i'm like like the night before i felt like something was crawling on my leg and i ripped off the sheets nothing was there so the literally one day later i feel something crawling on me and i'm like it's all in your head imani just go back to sleep go back to sleep and it proceeds to crawl down my face (gasps) and i'm like you know how like when you're like kind of half asleep and something snaps you out of your sleep that's what happened all of a sudden i realized this thing was real oh my god i'm like i slapped myself very hard (laughs) (laughs) also we have bed we had bed mates so i had a i had a bed mate who was also in the bed so i'm now like i have my flashlight on i move my pillow and what do you know oh my but there's a roach (gasps) in my bed oh no not just in my bed but it was on my face oh i don't blame you for that so I wake up. I ripped all the covers off the bed. Oh, yeah. I woke up my bedmate. I was like, there's a roach in our bed. There's a roach in our bed. And we didn't even kill it. So well, we weren't die. able We weren't able to kill it. So I think it just ended up in, a, in our sheets. And I threw all the sheets off the bed. I put them in a pile on the floor. And I was not going to touch them. And luckily, I had a blanket. So I have this huge Costco blanket. And I was like, you know what? We can just share this. It's summertime. We don't need a lot of covers. She took the whole blanket. Oh, no. (laughs) And I sat up because I couldn't go back to sleep. How do you go back to sleep after that? I couldn't. And also, I was already afraid of them. So I'm terrified and I'm sitting up and I just start crying. And I cried for like two and a half hours. And I texted texted (laughs) one of our friends and I was like, I know this is going to sound dumb, but I can't be here. Like the, the... these bugs are just i can't focus on anything we're here we're supposed to be doing missional things and i can't do it because i'm not sleeping yeah and after that i think i slept maybe like two hours a night and i was oh no i couldn't do it eventually they finally sprayed our room and it was much better but yeah yeah cockroaches you don't mess with them my my parents because my parents know how afraid i am so my parents drove out the next day because i was like this happened and my dad drove out and he took me to dinner and he was like i'm really sorry that happened Mm. and it was just horrible meanwhile you have people laughing at this you know and i'm just like this was traumatic for me this is not funny yeah no irrational well that's not irrational fears it I kind of is, though. I mean, to they're an extent. They're not harmful to you. It's just like. Well, if they're crawling on your face, I would act the same exact way. Yeah. Cockroaches, you don't mess with them. They can't die. I've I've had one when I, I, um, other side note, I was a student ambassador and I went to Australia when I was 12 years old. And same thing. They were in our room. And Australia has huge bugs. That's one thing. Yeah. That's one reason I don't want to go there. And I'm pretty sure beautiful country. Highly recommend. Just go in the winter because that is that's not as what many. I'm gonna do. Yeah, but um there was a cockroach in our shower and I remember I was sitting there probably two hours trying to drown this darn thing and it never died. Oh, yeah, water's not gonna And I was like, what why? And then I tried slapping it. It, it that thing would not die. It would not die. I honestly can't remember now how it died, but I just remember sitting there for hours trying to drown this darn thing. But yeah, no, irrational fears don't don't laugh at us. Mine are feet. I hate feet. You do? I hate feet. Like bare feet or just feet, period? Um, bare feet's the worst. I don't like feet just any any time. I know some people have like foot fetishes. I'll throw up. <laughs> Somebody asked me to send them a picture of my feet. In what context? It was a guy that asked me to do that. And I Did was like, you do no. it? No. Oh, good. I literally was like blocked. <laughs> oh, my. No, some girls make that... bank off feet pictures. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't dig with feet. I. And I think it's weird when people ask me for feet pictures. Don't... Sorry. Yeah. I, I get each to each their own, but I don't know. I just I hate feet. I baby feet are one of the only things that I could do. Like and I, they're so cute. They're they're so so cute. I could do that. But like my own feet, I hate touching my own feet. I hate people. Your own feet. I hate people touching my feet. I hate touching other people's feet. Like I get a pedicure. Do you? I was just going to ask yeah, if you get pedicures. I can get a pedicure because I know that there's good coming out of it. I don't, I'm too ticklish to get pedicures. Oh, 
I have a good nail girl. I can send you her information. But I, that's the only thing that I could do. Like, I don't want a foot massage. I used to have growing pains when I was little, or not little, younger, because I'm so tall. I grew like six inches in a summer. And so I used to get like growing pains and all that types of stuff. And my mom used to have to massage my feet. And it was excruciating pain in both ways. (laughs) (laughs) It was awful. But, um, yeah, kind of back to our subject. Yep. Major <laughs> sidebar. But, you know, that's what we're about. We're just kind of all over the place. Sorry, guys. Um, so kind of on the on the theme of thankfulness that this week is Thanksgiving, what does your Thanksgiving look like? I mean, this year, holidays and everything kind of look a little different Yeah. for some families. What is what does Thanksgiving typically look like for your family? I am really sad that Thanksgiving can't be what it usually is. Yeah. Um. So usually the last, I don't know how many years, but the last couple of years we've done a combined Thanksgiving with our family and then really close family friends. They're basically family. Um. Like our grandparents came to California together. Oh. And so we, our families grew up together. Yeah. Like my aunts and parents and um, aunts all in the same age group so usually we do like a combined thing and we have it at my aunt's house and it's like i would say like 50 oh wow that's a lot of people that's not that much for our family surprisingly really no my family's huge but anyway so we usually do like a combined thing and my aunt she comes up with such cute things like last year we had to do like um we like we broke up into groups so there was like six groups and each group had to come up with a song that had the word like grateful in it or no give the word was give and you were given like i think you had 10 minutes to come up with a whole production and we like voted on who had the best ones and so we do stuff like that that's that's really fun yeah and she comes up with all these different kinds of games that we play together and sadly we can't do that because covid and it's impossible to know where like 50 people have been yeah prior to and i mean i have mixed feelings about covid but i just want to be respectful that they're in the susceptible age group Sure. I mean, we're going to be around my grandparents. It just wouldn't be smart to congregate like that. So I don't know what we're doing. We'll probably just stay home and have something small, which is just so counter our family. Yeah. It's just so weird. But yeah. What do you guys have planned? Um, Kind of similar to yours in a way of like we used to kind of thing. Um, So my family... We're big off-roading, motorcycle, dirt people. And um, I grew up riding. It was what we always did. So up until a couple years ago, we used to go riding every Thanksgiving. And um, I mean, it was so much easier when we were little and don't have jobs or relationships and all that stuff. So we used to go riding and all the families would come together and we would have this huge feast and um it was really fun it was a lot it, we had probably like maybe about close to 50 people just all different families like random cousins come and i don't know it's just a fun time and then recently we've just been doing things kind of small i don't have a huge family i think our our normal get together is about 15 people so we normally just get together eat that's pretty big talk though. 15 but that's including like my family and then my aunt and her kids and husband and then my grandparents. Yeah, that's pretty. Is that big? I mean, okay. I don't really know. I think it is because I've talked to too many people who are like, it's like my parents and me, you know? Yeah, I guess. I think that's big for Thanksgiving, at least. I don't I don't know. I have a huge family. I, I don't, I, it's so hard for me to gauge. Yeah, same. Other people. Yeah, because there's a lot of us, and when I say my immediate family, I'm usually I'm ta- I'm referring to aunts, first cousins, grandparents. That's like same, yeah. Immediate family. So you have immediate family fifty people. No, so oh, okay. oh no no no, that's combined with the other family. <gasps> oh, so oh, we okay. have like around twenty five. If oh, okay. everybody's like significant others and 
like friends or whoever there's usually around 25 for my immediate family that's and that's a good chunk yeah that's like grandparents cousins and siblings yeah do you guys have any traditions like do you stuff the turkey with something every year we don't stuff our turkey oh. i did not know that people did that and this okay this is gonna be fun because the, i feel like this is a cultural thing we don't stuff the turkey and we also don't eat stuffing. Why not? It's good. Stuffing's great. We eat dressing, which is similar what? to stuffing. See? <laughs> like ranch? <laughs> <laughs> I just straight up. Okay. Okay. So dressing, I don't know if it's a Southern thing or if it's a black thing, but I know black people call it dressing. I never knew what, I never quite understood what stuffing was. And we don't stuff it in our turkey either. Wait, so tell me about this dressing. Is it like... It's like breadcrumbs and I don't know what else is in there. Oh, it's like breadcrumbs, celery, onions. Yeah, that's stuffing. No, it's dressing. (laughs) But it's the same ingredients. It's just called something different, right? Isn't stuffing that? I don't know what stuffing is. You gotta tell me <laughs> what stuffing is. Wait, let me look this up. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But but what is funny is that like growing up, I would hear people talking about stuffing. Oh, I can't wait for the stuffing, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the heck is stuffing? <laughs> and, oh, and yeah. people, I, okay, we don't put that in our turkey. That's like. I don't think we do either. Blasphemous to me. I don't think. Do you? And. Have you ever had, okay, do you have, is your turkey like more dry or is it like juicy? Um, I'd say majority of the time it's juicy. That's okay. I, some people. Is yours dry? No. Oh, I said that. I don't think that'd be good. No, exactly. But some people don't like turkey because it's dry, which I respond. Somebody else in your family should probably try making the turkey. (laughs) Because it's not supposed to be... Turkey doesn't have to be dry. I feel like meat in general should not be dry. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm no expert. My dad is absolutely amazing at cooking and grilling. I can't say that I am. I'm not the cook either. Okay, I I just looked it up. It says, um, stuffing is defined as a mixture used to stuff another food, traditionally poultry, before cooking... Whereas dressing is cooked in a pan outside of the turkey cavity. Yeah. So it says, so, it says, do Southerners say dressing or stuffing? So if, maybe it is a Southern thing. If you're a Northerner heading to your Southern in-laws, you should make an effort to call it dressing. If you're a Southerner heading up to Northern North for Thanksgiving, don't be surprised if everyone you look at might as well be from Mars for not calling it stuffing yeah so i think it's the same thing maybe maybe it's but okay so the thing is it's not we don't put it in the turkey i don't i don't know we we cook it in a pan like it says separately it's not it doesn't go like that's gross to me yeah and and i i don't like dressing and i feel like when people listen to this that's like such a blasphemous thing to say but i really i can't stand it i love stuff i don't like it i don't know what it is about it but i just can't i can't eat it I don't that's like i am it. with the cranberry sauce i love oh my gosh i don't like what do you put it on what do you do with it okay just see okay straight up? here's the thing the cranberry sauce goes on top of the dressing it's the dressing for the dressing yeah <laughs> but i love cranberry <laughs> sauce i could eat I've eaten like a whole can of cranberry sauce just because. I can't. I wish I could. Why? It's just like Jello. I don't like Jello. Oh well, that <laughs> that makes sense then. I don't. I'm pretty good with food. I just don't beans. I will not oh, eat beans. Me either. I. I... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> My friends in crew who I've had this conversation with are going to laugh at this because I always say that I'm allergic to beans. You told me this just because you don't like them. No, but it's not. It's more than that. What it's is- like I despise them. Oh. I will. It, they make me sick. Like they I if I have beans in something and I happen to eat it, it's going to make me sick. Just the thought of it. 
No. If I, like I can taste it, I can't stand the smell. I can't stand the taste and the texture. And the Ooh. texture. No. No kind of beans. I nope. don't like any kind of beans. Nope. And um, one of our friends has um made it their goal to force me into eating beans Did without it my knowledge. No, it hasn't happened because I'm so okay. I'm very sensitive to like the smell of beans and the yeah. texture and the taste. Like I just don't think. I don't think that's possible to sneak it in, but I will literally throw up. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. So, and it's called a food aversion. It's not an allergy. It's a food aversion. Like I can't stand beans. We had that. And it makes me throw up. We also had that one friend. I don't know if you know him, but he was that way with vegetables. And fruits. And And yes. 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 And only ate meat. Only ate meat and (laughs) carbs. And soda. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that friend. Wow, I haven't thought of him in a while. Yeah, so it must be similar. Because, like, I, if I eat them, I'll just be like, ew, I won't, like, throw up or get sick. No, I sh- so we learned from this pain. podcast, do not bring bugs around Imani, do not touch my feet, and don't feed us beans. Yes. Please. And we completely... <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Yes. What's the difference? Kind of going back again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to backtrack to what? being thankful for damage. Yeah, so what's really hard to be thankful for for you? Oh, my God. Well, I feel like I get caught up in thinking about the things that are not right. Ooh. You know, like, it's very easy for me to look at a wall of a beautiful painting and point out the one brushstroke that is not correct. Mm. And I have to, I have to, like stop myself from pointing that out and then take a step back and be like this is a beautiful mural still with the with that mistake in there and i think similarly thanksgiving i think there are like the standard things i'm thankful for you know like i'm thankful for my family i'm thankful for my friends i'm glad i have food on the table stuff like that but i think holiday season it's not how I want it to be, you yeah. know? It's uh, There's four of us. We have... My parents have four kids, so I have three siblings. And I think there's been so many years where they're like... They try to make sure all of us are happy. And that never goes right. Like, we can't all be happy, you know? And I think that they've always... I've always had a great Christmas. That's good. Even when we did not have money... You guys can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Like those were some of like the best Christmases. So I think that's fun. But I think I also know that like my parents have this added pressure of we want it to be a good time for them, but we don't really have the means to. And I don't have enough money to buy everything I want to for them. Like Mm -hmm. it just it just is like so easy to be like yeah it's great but like i don't have what i want to give them or i don't i don't i i'm not in a position to do what i want to do so i wouldn't say it's hard to be thankful but i think because i I am thankful for all of those things but i think it's okay instead of saying it's hard to be thankful i think i would say it's easy to look at what i don't have Mm. and ultimately i i've honestly even though I like I would never want to like not have money or like not be able to provide. I have loved the way we've started doing Christmas because our family has been growing and growing and growing. And two years ago, my cousin got married. So we and she got married in November and we all spent like a lot of money on that. So we were like, for Christmas, let's just do white elephant. That's and fun. we'll do that instead of buying everybody a gift. And so we've been doing that the last two years, and that's been really fun. Um, But yeah, it definitely, I definitely can look at my life and be like, this is just not how I quite want it. So it's not hard to be thankful. And I actually love this time of year. Do you? I love this time of year, but it's just like, there's always that thought in the back of my head of like, there's that one thing that's not quite where I want it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think this time of year, it's normally pretty fun. I like, I'm a very, um, I love cold weather. Mm -hmm. I have so many jackets and I just love wearing all of them. So I, I like the idea of, you know, summer's ending, starting to get 
into fall, into winter and stuff. But um, this time of year, I mean, Thanksgiving is kind of supposed to be a reminder for why we are thankful and to explain why we are thankful and make it known and actually show our appreciation. And I feel like that concept is not very, I don't know, I don't think it's, what's it called? When you actually do something, not performed, executed Yes. very well. I think people just see Thanksgiving as a reason to get together and eat. Um, which I'm, I'm part of that club. I can't lie. It's like, oh, cool food. But I think this year really has been an eye opener of, I'm extremely thankful for a a house. I'm extremely thankful for having a job. I think this year, especially I've been, I've never been more grateful for having an income in an industry that wasn't shut down. And, you know, I just think this year has really, Uh, made me reflect on exactly how I have been blessed and to really not just thank the people around me, but also like, thank God, like, I don't think I give them enough credit. Um, so yeah, I think kind of like what you mentioned, it's not hard to be thankful, but it's really what exactly are you thankful for Mm -hmm. and making it known. And I think, I mean, I am not very good at showing my appreciation to people. Like I'm, I'm not really good with words as I'm talking on a podcast, but like, <laughs> like words of affirmation, I love receiving them, but it's very hard for me to give them, especially in like I written, don't like receiving them, but you're, you're good at writing them. I, yeah. Like you have I, a gift. I, like I, I wish, I wish I was as poetic. But I love writing. And I, w- I hate it. I hate it. So like, it, it's hard for me to like send a text saying, Hey, thankful for you. Like I could do that. I could say, Hey, thankful for you. And, but I can't say like, oh this 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 and this like all poetically i'm just not gifted (laughs) and like i receive text messages i receive text messages from friends like um you're one of them and then we have a couple others like sarah our friend sarah is so poetic with how she writes and texts and i was just like how do i respond i don't know Uh, like back at you i don't know thanks yeah appreciate it i just i have a hard time so i think making this year especially making that effort to really like sit down and say like hey i love you this is why and all this stuff but yeah i've been thanksgiving was always it's 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 a fun time but then comes christmas season and then we'll have a whole episode on why robin hates christmas (laughs) yes yes but i promise i'm I'm a happy person it's just there's a lot of stuff yeah during christmas and that's hard too because and i okay i just had this conversation with my dad and i was like i love the holiday season so much because of family time like i've really i mean gifts are nice but there was a year where we got together as a family and we forgot to open Christmas presents. Oh, that's so nice. And like, that's the kind of family I have, you know? Yeah. And like, that's what I love. Yeah. I don't really care as much. If we didn't get one single gift, I wouldn't care as long as we had like our usual Christmas party. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So I've loved the season for that. And I told my dad, I was like, I don't know if anything could really ruin Christmas. And he was like, there's people have their christmases ruined all the time just you and i was like i know but i just like can't imagine like not appreciating this time but you know i don't want to i don't want to it'll come because i know bad things happen you know like i've had i've had friends who bad things have happened like on christmas or the day before christmas or stuff like that where it'll taint it for ever yeah and i was like you know that's you're you're right yeah. But I just can't imagine, like, what would ruin my Christmas. And I don't want to know either. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll enjoy it while I have it. Come back in two episodes to find out mine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so would you say, I guess, with thankfulness comes growth? I feel like that's a good healing is, like, being thankful for the trauma that you went through or the suffering or damage, whatever we want to call it. Um, would you say that damage and growth are connected? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, do you know who, um, Frankie Mays is? I'm not Frankie Mays. I don't think You're so. You're going to have to edit that. <laughs> People won't forgive me. Frankie Beverly and Mays. 
They have a song and it's called Joy and Pain. And it's it like the line in there is literally the chorus in there is joy and pain are like sunshine and rain. Like they go hand in hand. Good line. You appreciate the sunshine when you've had a week of rain. Sure. And I think that it's just so true. That song is so true. The whole thing. Um, and I think that's like, if bad things don't happen to you ever, your earth will be shattered when something bad happens. You know, I also was just watching this is us and they were talking about like how, like the traumatic things that happen are in our life are kind of the, the like posts and between the posts are what, what you do with that trauma. Mm. And I feel like trauma, like the good times are great, of course, but I think the trauma is really when we learn who we are as people. And we treat the good times, we we treat good times with respect to our trauma, you know? Like if you took for granted spending time with a family member and then the next thing you know that family member is gone, you will start to appreciate in real time family time because like that happened to me and I don't want to miss it again yeah you know so I definitely think they're connected and I think the bad times are necessary for you to enjoy the good times fully yes definitely I I think it's like we got we're gotta we gotta go biblical just for one second yeah it's hard not to what good is the sacrifice of Christ if we weren't in trouble you know sure if the if the if what we deserved wasn't as bad as it is, how can you appreciate that sacrifice for what it is? You yeah. Know? And I feel like it's it's similar in life. It's like there are bad things that happen, sure. But I think they're necessary. Yes. To really grasp, okay, I'm grateful for this. Like there's a whole new level of gratefulness when you almost have what you love stripped away, you know? Yep. And I feel like, like yeah, you kind of stole my point of you need those tough times to appreciate the good ones Mm -hmm. because i mean yeah if you just live your life great like i feel like you find so much more appreciation for yourself for god and for people around you when you've gone through trauma with them like for instance um, i won't say exactly what but my sister um was in a very scary event um early on between her and her husband's relationship they were just dating for a couple months at the time and this event was so traumatic that he was in Boston for work and he he needed to be with her. Like, she needed him. And that event really solidified that relationship and really grew them. And Casey was like, my sister Casey was like, okay, this is the man I'm going to marry. This is the man that will do this for me. And she, not saying she went through that event just for that sole purpose but that was just a small branch Mm -hmm. you know and i think these events these traumas happen in our life for something good to come out like now they're married and happy Mm -hmm. like that's something that really pivoted that relationship i know i just see it as a lot of good but yeah it's hard in the moment to be like oh this is why this is happening i'm so thankful oh bless like no it's tough um but yeah i think you really need to go through something and i think also too it gives you just like me going through college working full-time paying my way through it was the hardest thing i've ever done but i grew time management i have no debt i have a work ethic that not a lot of people my age have yet and through that pain and through that hardship i have this mindset now Mm -hmm. and i'm set up for life because of that so i mean i'm not necessarily trauma but that was hardship that i had to go through for four years of my life like it was the hardest time of my life and like trying to have a social life trying to pay my car insurance like i remember it's just Mm. tough and like it's and anybody can do it if they set their mind to it like i'm living proof of it but it's something that i'm so thankful now i went through it um you have here on our notes pessimism versus optimism Yes. What can you control? Okay. So how does your outlook on situations impact your emotions? Does that make sense? Okay. You could, bad things are going to happen. But I think that if you have the proper outlook on it, 
It doesn't have to control you. A hundred percent. Things are going to happen that are out of your control. Yes. It is what it is. There are things that are out of your control, but there are also things that are in your control. Mm -hmm. And I think people get caught up in, well, this happened to me and this happened to me and that's why I am the way I am. You have, like, you don't have to be a pawn in somebody else's game, you know? Yeah. You can, I think there's some, there's a margin where you can choose, okay, even though this happened, I'm still going to do this, this, and this. I think that that's something that gets overlooked. Yeah. Like, I think people underestimate, honestly, the power of perspective. Oh, 100%. And I think that Thanksgiving is a time... I'm an optimist. Same. And it's really bad because, like... <laughs> it's good and bad, It's yeah. good and bad. But, like, my mom gets so mad at me sometimes because she's like... You just... You're not seeing the whole thing because you just refuse to see a bad side of things, which is where it gets bad. But I think it also is good because bad things happen and I can take that and make it useful, you know? Yeah. And not that, I mean, some some things are hard to do that with. And I don't want to, I don't want to say that everything, you can take everything and make it into something good. But I think that if you can just control what you can control and if you can work through what you have the power to work through. Like, I can't control what you do. But if something happens and it affects me, like, I can control how I respond. I can control. There are things within my control. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people get stuck in the same cycle of, like, well, these things just keep happening to me. Mm. And I can't do anything about it. It's like, well, you can do something. Yeah, let's look at it from this way. Yeah. I'm very, I'm, I do that all the time and I think it annoys some people <laughs> Yeah. where it's like, okay, this sucks, but how can we make this good? Okay. I got in a car accident. For example, I didn't, but for example, I got in a car accident. Darn. My insurance is going to go up. Oh, I just wrecked my car. Oh, I have all this payment that I need to do now. Bright side. You can get a new car. Like... <laughs> like there are so many cool cars out there now Mm -hmm. you are no longer tied to that vehicle if it's totaled Mm -hmm. yes there will be payments yes there will be the insurance but you get a new car a fresh start you can Mm -hmm. pick any color you want any model what a great opportunity to start new like that's how i see the world Mm -hmm. and i think that happens that that i have that kind of outlook because as we were talking about we don't really show our emotion very much i feel like that's how i what's it called suppress my mm-hmm. um deflect. yeah I, I i'm a very good deflector very mm-hmm. good um and i think me having that outlook kind of suppresses all those emotions i don't want to think about having another car payment i don't want to think yeah. about having my insurance go up i got a new car mm-hmm. you know kind of thing so um i think it's healthy <laughs> and unhealthy well, I, think, I think there's a healthy and but, unhealthy to both sides yeah and like, you, but the thing is you need people like that in your life to make yes. it to make you not just so like sit in that yeah yeah and what is great is my mom she's not a pessimist she's just a realist oh yeah like she's a very realistic person which kind of grounds me back to earth yeah you because there yes because there are some things that i say and do that don't really like it's unrealistic realistically i will not have thousands of dollars by christmas like we need to be realistic here sure you know things like that where it's like okay well if by christmas like i have this this and this and i'm gonna get you this this and this and it's like okay but let's make a let's make a realistic goal sure also you know like i just shoot for the stars and i think they're to me a pessimist is somebody who is like negative no matter what yeah like something that most people would consider good they just take it and like trample over it yeah so that's what that's what i feel like is unhealthy the unhealthy side of things yeah there's both for sure yeah i think it's good to have i mean i don't i wouldn't say like if you're an optimist you're more of a happy person i don't know if that's necessarily true i feel like i don't either and neither of us are neither of us are on the neither of us lean toward pessimism no it's hard I, i actually don't know yeah i mean i think it's good to have like realistic expectations for yourself Mm -hmm. i think 
being optimist in um uh bettering yourself is a little tough like i feel like okay if you weigh 200 pounds you're not going to lose 50 pounds in a month like you have to be realistic in that yeah. way but i feel like if you give yourself like you know what i know that 30 pounds in three months is tough but i think i could do it and i'm gonna do it and you having that outlook of like i yeah. think i could do it i think i could do it it may not be really realistic but let's just try let's just try and then once you meet that goal and you're able to meet that more optimistic goal mm-hmm. i think it's more sweet i guess yeah. than realistic goal. i would agree but i think well yeah it but, just depends because i feel like i can also be very logical yeah like i'm high logic even though i am optimistic you know i get that like I can hope for the best and still in the back of my mind know that I need to plan for this, this, and this just in case. Sure. I am a just in case person. Because I don't like to be caught off guard and we had no plan. Yes. Like that gives me anxiety. Yes. So I think that like there's a healthy balance where it's like, okay, if we're going on a road trip, yes, we would like to think that we're going to get there in a straight shot. But what if we don't? And what if we need a first aid kit? What Mm -hmm. if we need water like we should have extra water in the car we should have extra blankets like things like that i'm like okay opt i'm not thinking that we're gonna be stranded but i am thinking just in case we don't know what could happen yes like you need to have backup plans and that's how i am like nicole always laughs at me because i always say whenever you go anywhere always bring an extra pair of everything yes because you could fall in mud (laughs) <laughs> and you could ruin there's no going back if you're on a road trip and you have nope. mud like always bring an extra pair of everything just i'm the same way and yeah. that is okay even when i go on planes in like i put everything in my suitcase but in my backpack yes i have an extra toothbrush extra yes. toothpaste travel size toothpaste um extra underwear yes I, my worst fear is that i get stuck somewhere with no underwear literally that happened to me <laughs> guys if you're listening to this if you don't get anything else out of this podcast these are words of gold i promise always bring an extra pair of like you said underwear pants shirt toothbrush everything in your carry-on i have i went on a mission trip to chile and we had three flights to get there okay oh no we had 25 minutes from the time we landed in miami from when we landed to taking off going to actually to santiago chile we didn't have our luggage for three days in chile and the pastor's house that we were staying at that we had i think we each like showers were very limited and hot water was like non-existent and there were so many people who didn't have underwear fresh underwear we had 36 hours of travel plus the three days without luggage okay so so this is (laughs) yes so this is what like five days 36 hours plus oh yeah 70 oh Oh, yeah gosh so people always bring extra pairs of underwear always bring extra pairs of everything everybody needs to have extra pairs everybody yes because you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know and i just recently went to south carolina and our and we our plane broke while we were in the air there was like a little button or something yeah we 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 flew out of south carol or out of texas dallas and we were up in the air for 45 minutes and then the pilot came on they're like hey guys there's something wrong with the plane we have to go land so we flew back 45 minutes circling around for a half hour we deboarded the plane and they're like we're just gonna fix it we'll be right back on track so we were in the airport for probably like four hours or something crazy finally got back on the plane at like 9 p.m and then by the time we were about to take off the airport in south carolina would have been closed by the time we landed so like oh sorry actually you guys have to stay in dallas because we can't take off because we have no place to land and they wouldn't give us our luggage off the plane small airport that you were flying to yeah it was pretty small airport so they closed at midnight who closes it right i live by lax and it never closes yeah that that's a machine but this in greenville south carolina they close at 12 p.m or a.m p.m a.m 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 so we had to spend the night in dallas with only our carry-on and luckily my mother and i were prepared see 
people do and it. And that's and that's I always have an extra like lounging clothes yes. in my carry on always because it's nothing for me to walk around in sweats, but also I can sleep in sweats if I have to. Yep. It's versatile enough. Yep. And extra underwear, please, please, extra underwear. And a toothbrush. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, uh, to me, that's a standard. Dry shampoo. Thing. I don't know what people put in their carry-ons because I see some people with huge carry-ons and get stranded with yeah. no clothes. And I'm like, what did you put in there? Yes. Email us guys for all your traveling needs. Yep. I got you. It's it's a good time. So, I guess to kind of wrap up, what are you most thankful for, Miss Imani? I think, oh man, this year has just been rough. I think, honestly, I'm grateful for my family's health. Yes. Amen. And I think usually, you know, we say that, and I think we say it very like, oh, I'm grateful for health. But I think this year, like, I really am thankful that my grandparents are healthy mm-hmm. and like older people in my family are healthy and we've made it thus far without having anyone have covid and it be fatal sure because i think I, like i have a lot of friends whose grandparents have not made it through covid yeah and i have friends whose parents have not made it through covid so i'm grateful that we've been able to fortunately yeah so i i would say definitely health yeah, that's a good for this one. this year. Yeah. I'm definitely thankful for... This may sound like kind of weird, but like I'm thankful for all the opportunity that this year has brought for us to kind of get creative in how we spend our time, how we, I don't know, do things. Like the new norm I know mm-hmm. is kind of a triggering phrase nowadays. But I think it was... I'm thankful that we kind of got a break. Like America... Yeah. We are known for our hard work. We're known for our, you know, work ethic. And I think it was a, I'm thankful that we got to take a breather. Yes, it was very stressful, Mm -hmm. but I'm thankful that, I don't know, this year has just brought a lot of good opportunities that would not have come if COVID didn't happen. Um, And I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful thankful for this. This this is really fun. Yeah? You like it? Yeah. Do you want to keep going? Keep doing episodes? Yeah. Okay, I'm down. We got a lot. We got a lot um, coming for you guys. Keep tuning in. Uh, follow us on all of our social medias. Um, like I mentioned last week, we have an email that will will that we will link in the um, description. Send us questions. Send us comments. Any subjects you guys want us to cover? More than welcome to accommodate as much as we can. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Yes. Whatever it looks like. Yeah. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye.